This is Shop Talk, our weekly discussion of journalism issues. I'm Rich Egger. I'm Will Buss. And I'm Pam Peters. Inside Higher Ed and other publications reported the Daily Iowan, an independent student newspaper at the University of Iowa, bought two local weekly newspapers. The Daily Iowan is owned by the nonprofit Student Publications Incorporated, which paid for the acquisition from its operating budget. Both weeklies cover communities not far from Iowa City. The Inside Higher Ed article said some people in the news industry hope this could be replicated elsewhere. What do you folks think? I mean, here at Western, uh, the student newspaper itself is struggling, as I understand it. So um, it may not be a model for here, but do you think uh, perhaps student publications would be able to at least help out in some way, perhaps purchase uh, weekly newspapers to keep community news going? I, I think so. I mean, I think we're at the point where we've got to find anything to help keep uh, newspapers alive and strong and circulating and informing its uh, citizenry. Um, I, they have a special arrangement there where they have a nonprofit running the student newspaper there. Uh, the new student newspaper here is uh, an entity owned and operated and generated, uh, funded by, of course, the university itself. But what was funding the student newspaper here for so many years that no longer does was advertising. Um, and uh, then, of course, uh, student fees that uh, we have uh, not been using uh, or we're not collecting to help uh, fund and operate the student newspaper here anymore. Um, so I know that at a place where you know, uh, an institution like the University of Iowa that has, uh, you know, it's a flagship institution and it's uh, a long uh, storied history of steeped in uh, journalism education and outstanding writing department as well. I'm sure that is a, a far different, uh, that's another world or planet compared to what, you know, we're operating in here at this institution. But, you know, the answer to your question, oh, yes, absolutely. I think if uh, flagship institutions that especially um, have a strong, long tradition in journalism education, like a University of Iowa, University of Missouri, University of Kansas, um, sure, I, I, think, I think this needs to be something that they could reach out and to help uh, provide uh, before before it's too late. We need long-form journalism. We need print-style journalism that uh, is uh, being eroded by an old business model that just I don't think is going to survive. And so we've got to find other options. We talk about other options on this program. We've talked about nonprofit options that I think are working here and there, and I think this is another example of one that we certainly uh, need to endorse and support and see uh, uh, and continue to support to make sure that we uh, pr- bring those stories in a, in a long-form, in-depth reporting uh, format that, uh, you know, is not unfortunately available in other places like closer to this place where uh, we have news deserts popping up and we don't have that kind of uh, news service anymore. I think, especially for a larger university like the University of Iowa, I agree. I think it's a uh, great opportunity. Actually, speaking of the University of Kansas, they have a similar program with a small um, paper um, called the Eudora Times where they went in and restarted the paper using student um, 
It's a student-run paper. Um, there's a little difference with it. It's all student-run. They don't have a nonprofit that's working with them, but they've revived that paper. It's part of the community. It's actually made the KU journalism program part of the community. Um, they're looking into starting other papers in news deserts um, in the Lawrence, Kansas area because of the success they've had. Um, and their biggest struggle getting started was finding the money. How do we get the help with that, getting the advertising? But, you know, that's, like I say, it's on a smaller scale than what the University of Iowa is trying to do. But um, I've seen it successful. And I think it is a good opportunity, not only for the communities that need that news. You know, we talk all the time about we need local news. Where are we going to get it? But it's also a great opportunity to for these students to enhance their skills and build those skills that are needed to survive, not only survive in journalism in the 21st century, but to survive for written journalism to survive in the 21st century, which is an area that's struggling in. So, yeah, I think it's a great concept. I like that it's going to still be print news because even though we have digital, I think a lot of these smaller communities still prefer that tangible hands-on newspaper where I can actually see the copy. Um, especially, A lot of these communities are older communities. A lot of rural communities are older communities that – getting online may be a struggle. So I love the, I, I think the partnership of allowing the local um, editors to stay on board and still be the editors of the newspaper, having a nonprofit that's printing, paying for the printing costs, it helps the school out, it helps the students out. So I think it's a win-win for communities, for the for the colleges, for the universities, for, um, for really I think it's an opportunity for everybody involved to really um, benefit from it. And I wonder if budgets will allow these sorts of collaborations to continue. You look at a state like Iowa where it seems like they are are cutting funding for the universities and with education in general, they want to focus on the basics. Uh, they may question the idea of a student newspaper getting involved with buying news weeklies. And, and you're very well right. And, and there again is what, uh, what are you going to stress or what, what are you going, where are you going to put your funding and where are you going to, uh, what are you going to prioritize? Um, this is where we're at in this industry and in journalism. Uh, you know, if, if the University of Iowa is going continue to continue to have a very long, strong, robust uh, journalism program, I, I think this is the right way to do that. And I think it's sending the wrong message if they, if they were not to do this. Um, so I think this is something that their boards of trustees or the powers that be need to make that decision. I think it's sending the wrong message if they don't, uh, if they don't at least try something like this, because I think they need to be in the business of trying to solve these problems of, uh, of a business model. And this is a, this is a major, this is a, a very uh, significant school. Uh, in their uh, in their college, a college of journalism is a very important uh, and has been a longstanding tradition on that campus. And so, I think if they want to continue to do that, I think this is a direction that they and other schools like the University of Missouri and Kansas and others that purport and have had strong. Uh, well-established journalism programs really need to ask themselves. And this is something that they can certainly help 
help solve this problem, this problem that we always talk about on this program, about the, about the business model and how we can help maintain and save, you know, information that people have the right to have, that need to have that informed to maintain a democracy and an informed citizenry. This is where universities, Division I large flagship universities that have this longstanding tradition that probably do have some level of funding that maybe smaller schools like our institution here do not. This, this is where they can make that difference. And that's a decision they, they need to make and they need to think long and hard about, about that decision. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, especially in the Midwest, um, where you have a lot of these spread out communities. Yet it's interesting, we're in the Midwest, but some of the most important historically journalism schools in the country come from the Midwest. So, you know, we have these students coming in, but we have these isolated communities. How can we reach them? And, and it develops a trust with those communities. Um, but again, yeah, the concern of budgeting, that is a big concern because these are the same states that are cutting back on education budgets. Speaking of the University of Kansas, you know, they have the Eudora Times, which is very successful, but the Daily Kansan, which is actually the oldest newspaper, student-run newspaper in the country um, for a university, I served on the board for that while I was there as a graduate student, and we were always concerned because they were constantly cutting the budget back for that paper. And the question was, you know, is the university going to come to a point where they say we're not going to put money into this, yet historically, you know, KU led the charge in creating these student-run newspapers. Um, So that always is a concern. So this actually could be an opportunity for these universities with the student body that they have to also create relationships to build a budget in there through advertising and other outlets that, again, smaller universities like WIU just may not have that opportunity to do because we don't either we don't have the numbers of students or dislocation, but um, a place like the University of Iowa, Missouri, Kansas, Illinois, they have those opportunities with the student numbers as well as, the, uh, you know, put it how it is, the name behind, you have the brand behind what you're doing. Um, so I, you know, there's a potential budget could be a problem, but I think they have ways to work around that as well. With that, uh, we're going to wrap up our discussion for this week. Our listeners can join us again next week for more of Shop Talk.